listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Me and my niggas trying to get it, ya bish. Hit that house lick, tell me we with it, ya bish. Home invasion was persuasive. Was persuasive. From nine to five, I know it's vacant, ya bish, ya bish. Dreams of living life like rappers do, yeah. like rappers do. Break that, break the condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't was it cool? cool. I fucked Shireen with the tell my bros, tell my, my bros. bros. Then Usher Raymond let that burn came on, that, that burn came, came on. on. Hot sauce all on the top rhyming, ya bitch, ya bitch. Park the car and then we start rhyming, ya bitch, ya bitch. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and you doing i'm karen okay i'm doing great glad you can make it um of course and hallelujah that's my i love that song Mm mm-hmm what you doing everybody gonna respect the shooter but the one in front of the gun runs forever and i've been listening all day this away that away i'm sorry guys anyway uh Nah, like I, I, I just love that song. And that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, a dollar might just fuck your main bitch. That's just how I feel. Mm. Now, a dollar might turn to one million, then we all rich. Man, they put an album out when you put that shit out, mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, I'm, yeah, people can feel how they way how they want about Kendrick. I'm a huge Kendrick fan. I love Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm uh at any rate this is a blackout tips podcast and of course we have uh you know a bunch of shit to talk about um because we have feedback guys it's saturday morning feedback time which means we talk about all the things that you guys talked about that you know you had to say about what we had to say and then we respond you can leave comments on our website you can vote in the polls on the website you can leave five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got some on itunes none on stitcher this week um you can also leave voicemails as long as they're three minutes or less less three minutes or less uh at 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 okay you can leave three minute or less voicemails we appreciate that you can email us the blackout tips at gmail dot com i mean there's so many ways to be heard on this show it's really mm. you know uh you just let us know you know um uh, also um you can donate to the show right on the front page the blackouttips.com you can just go right to the right hand side and if you want to like put in on the show blood out you know you can put you can hook us up with a little something and we like to shout those people out when they do donate to the show so we got a choir all the way from compton this week <laughs> all, all the way from the other coast <laughs> bishop kendrick <laughs> pastor kendrick his congregation came to join us today all the way from california <laughs> uh shout out to the people that donated adam uh andy s uh who's the recurring donator thank you very much andy oh, i think you might be new latonya b recurring donator thank you latonya thank you i'm man eric uh, eric m bronco pride of course attitude check you know what it is the president was there yeah the president was there for real for real Fayetteville State? Yeah, I've seen the post go up and down the timeline saying, because you know they've been going back and forth and coming to all yeah, the Yeah, the agency yeah. use and shit. That's what's up, man. Um, damn, that threw me all off. Waste Bees by Sewer. Thank you. Thank you. Recurring donator. Uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Recurring donator. Thank you, Mike. Alexander M., recurring donator. Hugh G., recurring donator. Thank you, Hugh. Yeah. Terry W., recurring donator. Thank you, Terry. Jason F, recurring donator. Thank you so much, Jason. Got a one-time donation from, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Kamishim, wait, Kamishan M, okay, I hope I pronounced that right. If not, KM, you know who you is. Uh, thank you. Calvin N, recurring donator. Thank you, Calvin. Gerard L, recurring donator. Tawana J, recurring donator. Cedric the Entertainer, recurring donator. Thanks, Cedric W. Got a one-time donation from Lamara H, recurring donator. Thank you, Lamara. Larry B, recurring donator. Yes, Larry B. Uh, Cecil H, recurring donator. And that's everybody. Play me out, Kendrick. That's just how I feel. A dollar might. That's just how I feel. Nah, a dollar might just make that lane switch. That's just how I feel. Uh, 
A dollar mic Turn to a million Then we all rich That's just side bitch Dreams of living life like rappers do Like rappers do Bump that new E-40 after school Way after school You know big ballin' with my homie Bro, Stevens had us thinking rational Thinking rational, that's rational Back to reality, we poor, yeah, bitch Yeah, bitch Another casualty of war, yeah, bitch Yeah, bitch Two bullets in my uncle Tony head Tony head He said one day I'll be on tour, yeah, bitch Yeah, bitch That Louis Burgers never be the same Won't be the same Won't be the same Hey, Louis Belder never eats that pain Won't eat that pain Won't eat But I'ma purchase when that day is jerking day is jerking Pull off at churches with Pirelli skirt Pirelli skirt Gang signs out the window, ya bitch, ya bitch Hoping all of them are finger, ya bitch, ya bitch They say your hood is a pot of gold And we gon' crash it when nobody's home Hallelujah Uh all right, all right. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, we thank you, Apostle uh, Kendrick Lamar, for coming to visit us today. All the way across the coast. Mm-hmm. Come back again soon, sir. <laughs> anytime, really. You're mm-hmm. welcome anytime. Anytime. Our doors are always open. The song had hallelujah in it, so it's really a spiritual, Negro spiritual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have five-star views on iTunes. Let's read them. My Daily Routine is the title of this one by Mimi Sunshine 1KO. Love this podcast. It's a daily staple for me getting ready for work. I listen on Podbean, so it took me a while to get to this five-star review. Thank you for doing this show. No problem. Yeah, someone, it wasn't me, but someone submitted our feed to Podbean, so it's just on there now. And I didn't know. I got like an email. It's like, you going to claim your podcast? I was like, claim on what? Nigga, it's mine. Oh, I thought we was on Podbean. Podbean something different? Podomatic is what we're on, Karen. Uh but um, I thought it was a podcast. Catch but you can submit your, you know, podcast to Podbean, and I guess probably a listener did it or something, uh, which is fine. Which is fine. I don't, I don't mind. But yeah, it was uh, interesting because I was like, where, where am I getting this email from? But uh, no it's cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad it's just another avenue for people to listen to the show. So thank okay, you. okay, that's what you're saying. It's not an app. That's why I was like, what? Okay, I'm with you now. A fave five stars by Miss Kevin. I download a lot of podcasts, but there are only a few that I stay current with, and TVGWT is one of them. It's refreshing to hear black people who doesn't constantly pepper their conversation with God praise. Yes, I too am a black atheist. But listen, uh, I hate to disappoint you, but um, only Jesus could have left you that five-star view, okay? Uh, I just want to thank <laughs> him, okay? I just got the praise right now, okay? You wasn't able to get on this computer, and science it up without the healing hand of the lord on you mm-hmm. <laughs> i know all our religious listeners be like he played too much god right. i hate him <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm gonna pray for him i know whether he wanted or not i know he gonna get this prayer the interplay between karen and rod will bring a smile to your face i have relatives in nc and hearing their voices remind me of cousins although i sorely missed you guys hearing the miami trip episode was worth that week without you self-care is important so take more trips and tell us all about it when you come back oh we will and we plan to Yay. um <laughs> but yes we I like thank travel, you so i'm all about that hate to leave y'all without a show but you know niggas need breaks uh listen to the podcast anime five stars oh jesus oh <laughs> that sounded kind of violent that was kind of forceful there i, I, I mean <laughs> i mean god damn it anime you better listen girl they ain't got the podcast me but once <laughs> uh this is by Island Island mommy uh who says first i need to know where to donate so we can get an actual pissmas album thanks mm. <laughs> hang all the urinals i'm gonna get to know you better this piss mess <laughs> i could do like a hundred of those Frosty, the piss mess. i know hey, <laughs> i mean since we're going now <laughs> had a very happy flow hey dude <laughs> so horrible <laughs> it will get it will get old fast guys i'm sure yes it's uh refreshing to hear wait i went to the wrong <laughs> review um from uh from current events to my favorite shows you guys cover everything like it's friday night and we're drinking henny and playing spades in the backyard i stayed <laughs> i started only listening in the walk to the walking dead recaps thanks to a friend then game of thrones and now i'm hitting refresh every day to get my fix thanks for the great work you do xoxo at t-e-n-n-e-i thank you thank you baby 
you know what that's dope man i think we, i think the show recaps are definitely a gateway drug yes you know and uh i do appreciate people going back and like finding you know listening to the regular show and stuff because uh you know i like to think we do a good job you know i mean not to brag too much i like to think we do okay um and it makes it worth it man uh about time by miss pecan pixie oh it is about time for your ass (laughs) i mean look no (laughs) first of all you know when you come on time every time is on time and the right time and all that shit but nigga i've known you for a long time in these internet streets we've been friends on all the platforms and stuff all the platforms but you know what you came through you know we ain't mad at you so i can't even be mad but yeah it is like you like when uh the the like people that like uh, alcohol the town alcoholic comes into the church and they be like what i can't believe it's you you want to get saved (laughs) like you don't even have to like do your testimony because everybody know it (laughs) "Mm -hmm, he did he wrapped that baby around that pole in that car i remember it was drinking on the front page of the news and that's before he got beat up um lol yeah i'm late i'm a lot i'm a lot late <laughs> i'm just now getting into podcasts i've known y'all since my soh days right we go all the way back but finally started listening a few months ago y'all are hilarious and get me through my work day keep it up we will yes you know i mean I, i'm telling you man it's, it's wild how every once in a while there will be a person on twitter like so you what's this podcast thing i'm like you know what and that's why i keep putting it in my tweets mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why i keep retweeting when people talk about the show because oh, yes. yeah, people ask. honestly man it, it's like no better that you know if you guys tweet about the show and you put tbgwt in the in the tweet i normally retweet whatever it is unless it's some like bullshit or something like i hate mike lawrence or something it's like well i'm not retweeting that but if it's just like you know and, and nobody did that but i'm just saying in general if it's some positive things or something related to the show or a joke or something i'll retweet it because i think a lot of times it's just easier than telling people that we do a really good show you know and and it defies a lot of the logic that you think you have and know about podcasts you know a lot of people because they're mostly introduced to either mainstream or i.e white podcast and the way that they do it right. you know where like most people very i won't say generic but you know it's very depends on who does it a lot of their podcasts are very strategic and they don't they follow the same platform and things like that well uh you mean format a format yeah, yeah. but but also like there's a i'm gonna do this one time a week thing i'm gonna do this an hour a week i'm gonna do this 10 minutes a week or whatever and people start thinking well that's a podcast because that's what right. they are introduced to first because that's what itunes normally puts out there first right but there's all kinds of different ways to do a podcast and i think the same way people go in and listen to steve harvey morning show or tom Joyner's morning show or uh the right you know espn dan levitar show or whatever they can listen to a podcast like that shit those shows put their stuff in podcast form specifically because that is how people some people listen right so um it's interesting when people kind of like they just see like oh god this long show or something but next thing you know it's like man work flew fucking by because i had two hours of just talking you know listening to these motherfuckers talk shit as opposed to you know whatever i listen to on the radio or what album i'm getting tired of or whatever you know and the funny part is a trick because if you was to listen live you would still be listening for three hours straight you have a bunch of commercials commercials, yeah and you can like dip in and dip out with us it's not like you know you don't you know i mean some people have that completionist gene like i have because i like to listen to everything when i listen to something but you know even with that it's, it's like you can dip in and dip out man so but yes, I'm glad you uh you uh, left us the review finally. Thank you. Uh KPO Jax says the black unicorn who helped me out five stars. I had heard about the pod from the evening Jones. Okay, all right. Shout out to Bo. Shout out to Bo. Um, you know he talked about us uh, when we met him in Miami and stuff. Mm-hmm. He talked about it on the evening Jones, man. That was but a fun trip. we go way way back. Oh, yeah. Way back uh i had never checked it out but one day i kind of harassed rod about his transformer twitter name at the little back and forth which i was surprised he responded to i decided to give it a listen the first episode was stormtrooper white listen let me tell you something brother (laughs) number one i respond to a lot of stuff on twitter and it just depends on how the person approaches me and what mood i'm in because some days i'll just be like block you know and then some days i'm like maybe this person's just joking and they kind of like 
on the same wavelength i am where we can joke back and forth and nobody's gonna get personally offended right but you just never know with the social media age because sometimes people approach you like what kind of name is ronald trump or something and you're like what? what okay you know and then some and they really are seriously mad and then sometimes it's nothing but you know i read 99 percent of the shit that gets sent to me if not a hundred uh percent so i see when people want to talk to me it's just what I, and i try to respond to the people that seem to be cool you know seem i mean to be reasonable i so it's not like uh i don't i don't put like i, I don't feel big time like on some Mm-mm. this nigga hit me up fuck him you know it's just honestly for the most part a lot of people just don't know how to talk to people right I will, and, and i will continue to say that when you like i'm like if you see me in my face would you respond to me like this no no you would not because mm-hmm. it's a different when somebody can put them hands on you versus you behind that keyboard right so it just depends uh how people approach in the mood because i mean sometimes you like people wear you down and you don't have the patience or whatever right, but that's when you have to step away yeah you never know when people are joking and when they're serious because there's been times i assume somebody was joking because they brought up something i found to be ridiculous and then like within a couple of tweets i'm like oh this nigga is serious you know what i mean uh, anyway he says um listening to the stories about not ordering chicken because you didn't want to deal with the response made me laugh and struck a nerve because growing up as one of the five black people at um at a predominantly white high school folks <laughs> always let me know when it was chicken day in the cafeteria damn oh i thought the pie was cool but the moment of truth when i decided to subscribe i call it the unicron moment oh unicron i read unicorn okay he's talking about unicron like uh transformers the movie unicron yes. okay i call it the unicron moment was when rod said straight black men are the white people are black people when i heard that everything i argued about with my friends family about socially suddenly made sense it made me realize that not only are Roddy karen hilarious but even though i'm grown they introduce a fresh perspective one that is typically lost on most black people especially young black men who are trying to make sense of the world uh and how it affects them it's so easy to get caught up in the misogynistic thinking yeah man i mean dog it ain't just us it's like everybody like black women too straight people gay people white people like certain shit is just so influential in this world it's like a pressure and a wave that is just constantly flowing and when you decide to swim against stream i mean it's exhausting but it's also like you stick out you know when you're the person that's like but why would you say you know why would you say this about that makes sense right yeah like and and it's and it does kind of suck to be that person because a lot of times it you know people don't like it and i pick my spots i mean there's times where i'm around a group of people and if they you know are all like on the same shit i'm just like okay this ain't the day that i'm gonna like down this hill in the middle of uh my family reunion or something but <laughs> right you know what i mean like like if i'm in my family reunion they like women be doing this and then my aunts be like no they don't i'm not about to like y'all got it yeah y- y'all handed that one yeah but if it's just like you know uh it's just certain shit man it, you do feel like you're swimming against stream but um i think with the podcast and social media at least people know they're not swimming alone or and and you know i don't know that there's solutions really or there's like anything you can necessarily do about it but i just know that it's good it feels good to know like okay i'm not the only one that thinks the shit is a little bit fucked up or you know or i'm appreciative when people kind of hit me to certain game and stuff you know um because we're all a process nobody's perfect so uh and and i and i I, there's shit that i'm sure five six years ago when we started this podcast i was like well that's just how it is and now i'm like but why does it have to be that way you know or shit that i've learned or or things that people have kind of hit me to that i'm just like oh i didn't i don't think when we started this podcast i I did what that trans was a thing you know as a concept right i I have grown and evolved so much since we started this show so many terms and words and phrases have been introduced to me some i understand some i don't some i'm still learning some of these terms and phrases are evolving uh and it's one of those things where as you have to be open to learning and i think particularly when it comes to uh sexuality and gender and things like that people that are straight have a tendency to be like that's not normal and they shut down versus being open-minded to go oh okay that's what that is it might not be for me but i understand it yeah so um you know and 
and like i don't look at our job as like it's time to educate the people like Mm -hmm. i honestly feel like the number one thing here is fun and i want to have fun every time we do the show and um you know is you know it's not trying to play the woke olympics i'm not trying to win i'm not trying to be the least problematic person on the earth or any shit like that you know i'm not trying to win the ally badge or get cookies Ah! or any of that shit like some shit you just feel like well that's wrong or that's right and that's you know that's it but take your stand on it right yeah and some of this stuff is from doing the show for so long you just get introduced to so many different perspectives you can't help but kind of like empathize or pick up certain things Mm -hmm. but yeah it's not you know it it's not perfection but sometimes you just find the words and you're just like oh yeah that's what this is and you know i you know i still get shit about that tweet but i'm I'm not gonna delete it i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. take it back because i really do believe that and you know i i hate to see reminders of it all the time when people when black men right because they don't we opt out of complaining well when we opt out of shit i just hate to see the evidence of it when it comes to certain struggles that we decide nah we're i'm not fighting with y'all on this one because this one benefits me to stay in place you know what i mean right and and when i mean complaining like they're they're the people who on social media you get the most backlash from oh yeah yeah niggas come find me now it's crazy anyway uh thank you guys for helping me grow as a person putting me on the dope shit like atlanta and making me laugh now i go around northern california confronting hotels when they start preaching i hit them with the you call this woke this is bad comedy oh oh no no he said like the transformers uh like when uh megatron came back you call this woke this is bad comedy (laughs) anyway i love y'all appreciate y'all alex thanks alex thank you baby yeah just make sure the hotels don't turn around and be like wanna bet and throw you into the space um never to return we don't want that to happen baby i still function uh all right we had comments on the that that just got super nerdy sorry guys Uh like half of the audience is like what the fuck are they talking about um (laughs) uh we had episode 1311 well it is robots in disguise Mm mm-hmm you gotta do uh the comments on the uh, website we had episode 1311 uh this pissmas and uh, we had one comment uh teflon donna says the way they handled the cliffhanger was sloppy as hell but we're going to watch anyway now, i didn't think the cliffhanger was sloppy on walking dead if that's what you're talking about i liked it i mean and like i said it's it's really been like two weeks and nobody hit me up with these supposed leaks where they knew who was gonna die before they died hmm interesting some people in my audience are liars it's sad that i had to call you guys that but you never provided any evidence to back up your claims that you knew so hmm, that is a very interesting thing to say we've invested six long years into this and we're not about to stop now anyone who says otherwise is just doing it for attention diehard fans who are in the spoilers were stalking the set and noticed that glenn and abe weren't there beyond the premiere episode but steven was seen in south korea while everyone else was filming and michael cutlass was spotted without his signature abraham red hair just saying kanye shrug well nobody said it to me and nobody provided a link and uh there's always been a lot of hearsay and third-party news but uh i don't consider this proof teflon don i think you should have sent this in in the middle of the summer if you really were so positive and so sure hmm. interesting mm-hmm. also you know the thing that walking dead started doing that was really smart is uh they do the flashbacks so you know people will be like oh yeah so-and-so's not on the set or so-and-so was on the set or whatever and it's like yeah they were just there to film this scene where abraham is they they do the dinner picture or whatever the fuck you know uh like i said these leaks were not heavily covered there's just a lot of like speculation but nobody knew which is fine i mean i don't know why people are obsessed with knowing yeah i i, I tell it funny and maybe i'm old school i like not knowing i actually want to be surprised because people dig and know everything and then get mad motherfucker you know everything yeah i mean you know it's not so it's okay that, that people didn't know man it's cool like it's actually kind of a, a I, I respect it in today's world because in today's world everything seems to be known before it happens you know and and i think that kind of sucks uh with a lot of nerd culture is this whole like let's find out before it happens and it's like well what's the point of watching it if if you're gonna look for the set picks and 
you know all the casting news and all this yeah. shit you know I, I opt out of a lot of that stuff because i really like to see it and uh something i start doing if i see a preview and i'm gonna watch it and they start in close to the movie i don't even watch them nope mm-mm, don't show me shit i want to enjoy the movie yeah it's just i don't know it's always kind of weird anyway like when people try to figure out if john snow was gonna come back and they were like following kip kip kit harrington around in real life and shit and at some point you're just like but it doesn't that ruin the show to know he's coming back like don't you want to have the speculation but i think people just don't like titillation the way that i do like i, I like the idea of not knowing i like the idea of of what are they gonna do next yeah, I, some people just you know? like the, the the fact of being mad right and also i think uh that some people uh get a high off of knowing shit in advance and spoiling shit for other people like i you can't in the internet age some people fucking get a kick out of i know some shit that you don't and i'm gonna spoil it for you because i can yeah so at any rate um we had the poll too the poll was which is better off the wall thriller or bad karen which one's your favorite i like bad karen likes bad Mm -hmm. wow well only three percent of people agree with you so you chose the worst one um thriller is 43 uh basically 44 percent so number one is off the wall 53 percent 10 percent difference that's a good album too i like them all Mm, mm, too late karen you said bad was your favorite you lost three percent of people agree with you Mm. so sad we had episode 13 12 nerding out with mike lawrence nobody left a comment although we did get a lot of positive social media feedback mm-hmm. People um, love mike. yeah girl scout cookie cereal was the poll this is too much finally what we deserve or no samoans no thanks 18.6 percent said finally what we deserve we do deserve it uh 60.4 percent said no this is too much they don't they don't want girl scout cookies cereal right y'all are trash ass human beings (laughs) and 21 percent said no samoans no thanks because they love them samoans i do too well but i will still try them girl scout cookies though more thin mint cereal for me uh erasing amy we talked about amy schumer and coffee shop charges people about a minute and christina million and i was dressing up as a nun with like a titties hanging out and shit uh so we had three comments tango ray says beyonce could have said no to amy she doesn't need amy the situation is silly to me i mean i don't think anybody implied that beyonce needed amy at all but at the same time i don't think it's it's kind of like a who gives a fuck is kind of the way i see it like she knew amy was gonna get fried she ain't jumping in front of the bullet she really couldn't stop amy uh schumer from putting it out so it's just like hey is this okay yeah sure i don't give a fuck she probably didn't even look at the video um and and amy schumer is a power broker within the movie world where i know beyonce's tried to break into a few times so i don't know if there would be a situation where because i know Nicki minaj was in uh some like Nicki minaj has played the sassy girlfriend in the mm-hmm. comedies and shit i don't know i could see that shit coming up again but at the same time i don't think it was some serious conversation like i think i think what happens with the internet circles that we occupy is that we get obsessed with certain shit because we're black right and we care about black shit in general the world does not give a fuck like even like even amy schumer um doing this the vast majority of her fans that see this will just not care you know they'll just be like oh that was cute or they'll feel like she feels all women together and shit it's not gonna be a big deal because it's not really that big of a deal it's it's us that feel you know slighted or whatever um but in general i don't think beyonce jay-z anybody was saw the video and was like i'm taking a stand you cannot do this i think she just went okay you know there's been what a million tribute videos at this point to her shit she's like okay another person doing some shit i bet you they never met i bet you she never saw it they probably was a letter between publicists or something oh yeah because because and you can tell that she don't give a fuck because beyonce ain't say a word about this she ain't come out on stage to be like let me defend this woman why y'all picking on her man she's just like okay well yeah. you shouldn't have did it 
Right. That was some arrangement agreement with some shit. People signed it and everybody moved on. Yeah. So she, I don't think it's about could she have said no. She could have. Uh, I think maybe you feel like she should have said no. Right. Which is a totally different thing. But yeah, she could have said no. She don't need Amy. Um, I don't think she should have or shouldn't do any. I mean, she, I think she should just be able to like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't think she cares that much. Mm-mm. Um, at any rate, Amy got fried and Beyonce ain't say nothing. So I think that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shan says it would have been different maybe if it came out right after the song did. Also, if it had not been presented like a tribute slash official video, but just fellow cast members on a movie shoot dancing along to the song because they enjoy it that is not how it comes off comes off confusing i cannot be offended by this because i don't understand the video nor do i want to on the scale of things amy has done and said this might be not be the highest on the richter scale uh okay it's always weird when people write in to say i i'm not offended i don't get it it's like all right you know what i mean because like if i didn't care i just wouldn't write anything you know what i mean like i don't know it's, maybe i'm just weird like that yeah because people do care and they care and they just write out like because this happens on facebook sometimes like someone will post my stuff do we really care about this i'm like nigga you typing I, all i did was click share on an article i don't know i mean you seem to care you know what i mean why we care so much about the kardashians who is we nigga i just all i hit was share dog i didn't put a statement on history or what the world sees or nothing i it wasn't that deep to me you know but uh at any rate though i understand yeah you don't have to care you don't have to understand it whatever mm-hmm. uh silverback says amy schumer is like many other entertainers who can't keep race out of their bigoted mouth she's a racist for profit getting money support and fame from shitting on other cultures race etc while at the same time claiming to not be racist and work under the title of satire the sad thing is making a living off of spreading racism is arguably the highest degree of racism one can display been thinking of this as a comedic premise for a while but that's a whole nother thought thank you Ryan and Karen, for reading my comment and providing a safe space slash refuel station for my blackness and shelter from satan uh hey uh-huh. first of all thanks for the comment silverback and yeah man i don't here's the thing that's so weird about this amy schumer shit i don't really listen to or watch her comedy like that so i'm just taking y'all word for it when people are like she's racist and all this shit in her comedy it's like okay cause I don't the examples i've seen online have all been like uh like i think of stuff like the tweet about black men harassing women and shit like that where i'm like okay now see that seems that's not a joke and it does seem racist um but like her joke about the mexican dude the the mexican officer i used to date mexican now i prefer consensual that that scene that like one is an older joke but that but like that wasn't enough to make me be like this bitch here she go you know what i mean like it's like okay that's a racist joke i don't i didn't watch her whole stand up to get to joe it's just it, it it's kind of like what chris rock said when i say she's not really for me she's never done anything from that i felt was like comedy that reached me on any level true you know i watched train wreck i thought it was okay you know i don't i don't know man it just seemed like if she would get out of her own way she pro- it would probably be easier for her to just leave race shit alone and do what she does right rather than to to keep trying to force the ego in there and be like no i'm right everybody else is wrong like just just do your thing and leave that out you don't it's not like there's some huge constituency of people that are like i fuck with her because she made a couple jokes about race you know i don't know man she it's just people can't get out their own way i guess anyway um the poll was was Nicki Minaj talking about Kanye because remember when she said um Kanye wasn't joking when he got a white woman da 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 and then later on she was like no I wasn't talking bad about him I was, so the poll is was she actually talking bad about him yes or no what do you think mm-hmm. Karen says yes and so does 58 percent of the audience uh she was definitely talking bad about Kanye guys yeah, she toned that tune around and she was like oh I can't be out here fucking with my money she cleaned it up but you know and 41 percent really believe she was not talking bad about Kanye mm-hmm. just total coincidence shit happens uh episode 314 Zeke the zookeeper from Detroit where we had Miss Smart uh-huh. on Miss Smart of Whiskey Wine and Moonshine came through and uh thinkprettysmart.com and we discussed The Walking Dead um 
let's see we had a couple comments amani uh says even in the zombie apocalypse niggas still got a code switch to make it to the top i know right <laughs> you know what's funny i was thinking about this after the show i think and i meant to bring it up during the show but i think ezekiel negan and rick and and just the walking dead in general the whole mythos is really just a um commentary on political leadership and politics and shit but just in a very like theatrical way yeah but i really think it is because if you think about it in general i think the walkers and the, the zombie plague represents the fact that in regular ass life like not not on tv just regular people we're all going to die and we're all sort of doing a bunch of shit to avoid thinking about that and avoid considering that that one day our time on this earth will be done and so we get obsessed with these things that ultimately don't change much you know like yeah uh the same way we get obsessed about this election and shit but ultimately it can't change but so much you know not not that you should not care but just it can't change with so much um and so it's like you're playing this losing game no matter how it goes and the theatrics that ezekiel puts on is almost like a religious leader or something where you're like these people need something to believe in i'm going to give them that thing you know uh, a lot of last season for rick was really about him being like what's the thing to lead these people and it was oh turning this place into a sanctuary will be our thing you know communing with other cultures and other um communities that'll be our thing you know like we can we can work together to to make this work you know and with knee and shit is like we take everything but even he's a larger than life figure that promises protection by being the scariest bully almost like trump you know so i don't know it's just like i was thinking about that after the show and i was just like man i wish i made that point on the show because i meant to but um i think it's just a big commentary on theatrics and politics and what how much people want to be led and they want to have hope and they want these things even in a zombie apocalypse you know like we need we need a dude that got dreads and got a tiger that's what we need i don't how else we gonna make it it's like well you should be able to make it either way right but anyway amani says and zeke showed up like that to make sure carol know he can make that pussy roar oh lord they're gonna have little joan the scammer running around in no time joanne the scammer yeah because uh yeah if they have a little baby it's gonna definitely be uh a hundred percent fraud uh oh, Lord. i mean his mama a fraud his daddy gonna be a fraud if they had a little baby in the apocalypse you know she faked she fake martha stewart he fake king ezekiel um he already getting the alkaline out of that dies in the kingdom now he found his queen i'm just hoping it turns <laughs> out i'm just hoping it turns out we don't have the whole tepia on the walking dead we gotta go to bankhead and find new wakanda <laughs> um llama llama time says hi rod and karen i hope both of you are well i don't watch the walking dead i tried to once i had to watch from in between my fingers i love the recaps though i feel like i'm on the huge i'm in on a huge part of pop culture now also the bit about zeke boo being a jamaican man cracked me up i'm jamaican and spent the early part of my life there uh shout out uh rod shout out to my pops but it's uh oh wait he says and there's some truth to what you said rod shout out to my pops but it's better to lol than to cry uh thank you for your comments thank you baby and the poll was will king ezekiel chop down carol's martha swan martha stewart cakes with his royal staff (laughs) that was the poll (laughs) and the options were swirl alert yes he will or or swirl denied she won't sit on his throne (laughs) i'm doing scientific polls here karen i don't understand why you so (laughs) nothing funny about science 71 percent say swirl alert yes he will chop down her martha stewart cakes and he will too 29 percent say swirl denied she won't sit on his throne eve says not only will she sit on that throne she gonna sit on that bone 
evie woman after my own heart um all right and the last episode was lil wayne's life matters my life matters (laughs) (laughs) this flag matters anyway uh the comments were um maya b says i watched that video of wayne like twice this morning and i still don't understand how he could actually say that shit the way that interview was looking was lo- the look of silent rage and uh and what is an ally was mad with her um all I, all that oh and little wayne was mad with her all that lean really fucked up his mind mm. monica says man this episode's white people news was so white the starbucks cup controversy again I think we need to follow Rod's advice from last week and give some real problems to white people. How is trying to promote unity oppressively political and part of an agenda? Oh no, Starbucks wants to help solve divisiveness of the moment. Help. I mean, no, they don't. They want money, but still, nice try. I think Dizzy makes those stupid protesters it- itchy. Meanwhile, the drawing on the green cup is really cool, especially if it's all drawn in one line. On another note, Rod, will you ever bring back your old school bevel rap? maybe for the holidays this is a formal request later monica the problem with the bevel rap monica if i if i'm if i think is that it's before we had used the the code that we have now so now it's just like get bevel.com slash tbdwt but i think during the bevel rap era which which was as you probably can tell was a freestyle uh it, it's free tbgwt so i don't want to confuse the branding of it by bringing it back but yeah i i mean i wish i could bring it back uh maybe i'll do a new one or something we'll come up with something for christmas guys we got you really dark knight says i'll keep this short and sweet fuck little wayne and his bullshit all right (laughs) i was straight to the point okay hey i understood okay uh the poll was lil wayne has no point or has a point seven percent of y'all said he has a point mm-hmm. which is really really mm. and uh 93 percent of y'all ha- say he has no point mm-hmm. so anime boxer says i believe i said this before but it bears repeating this is the same man who dropped the beat the pussy up like emmett till bar with a straight face and without apology this is par for the course and should black america erupt into pure chaos i expect to see lil wayne on the party bus of apathy yep um all right we had one voicemail to do let me play that joint okay hey i'm karen this is jada um loving the show as always but yeah i just wanted to make a comment about the you know what 178 years until women will have equal pay um and actually i listened to a freakonomics podcast and it was really interesting in that they were saying that um the real like reason for the gender pay gap is due to not necessarily women getting paid less for the same job, but that because of women, um, mostly most of the time have been like the caretakers of their family, whether even if they don't have children or not, like, you know, they're taking care of their parents or, you know, something like that, that they need a job that's more flexible, like, you know, flexible time or things like that and that usually those type of jobs unfortunately come with less pay so they were saying that like a man and a woman can both start off at the same pay like at the same law firm or something but then if a woman goes and her parents get sick or she has kids um they were saying like you know well maybe then she's not able to like devote as much time or to be in the office as much as like a client wants her to be right so then she has to take the smaller cases which are then going to come with you know less commission and less pay so definitely i agree with karen when she said that you know women are punished for these type of things um and even it was kind of sad to see that like some women kind of buy into this because Mm -hmm. i went to a conference and there was a panel that was talking about company culture and i brought up that you know i feel like something in america needs to change because you know in these other countries we have, you know, women can get a whole year off of maternity leave, right. you know, and that, um, um, and so that, yeah, and that, like, you're just always 24-7, you know, expected to be checking in, you know, so I was just like, I think American work culture, period, you know, needs to change a more work-life balance, and, like, the only woman on the panel was basically like, oh, well, if you need certain flexible, you know, things, then you need to let that known to your employer, 
which is true, but my point was that, well, if there are not that many employers out there, you know, giving that flexibility or like what the other podcast was saying that those jobs, you know, pay less. I mean, is that, is that fair? Is that true in quality? So, um, but yeah, I just thankful, you know, you guys are addressing this issue in your podcast and, um, love to hear your feedback. Bye. Oh man. Um, yeah, I definitely understand. Um, and i mean i think one of the reasons that women make less is because you know periods because y'all y'all be having the vaginas and once a week i mean once a month for five days it's like y'all can't get nothing done you know so i mean (laughs) i'm gonna pay for that come on then you can have the babies i mean come on now i can't be letting you have babies out here and still pay you you know what your work is worth that's crazy to me i should just not do any of that but um nah it's very here's the thing i think that it comes down to when it comes to a lot of like pay gap the wage gap shit it's not even all all that shit you just mentioned is is right it takes a toll and it definitely falls to women in our society but real talk it's really as men we're not trying to make less because it's not really because because when people talk about wage gap and pay equality in many ways what they're really saying is um i would be fine with women making as much as i make that like that part that that, i don't give a fuck but that's not really what you mean because what that would what happen is for that to happen is women make more men have to come back down to reality like it can't be i'm making 75 cent on a dollar you making a dollar on the dollar and then suddenly i just get 25 percent more out of nowhere the company's just gonna do that nah companies aren't gonna do that somewhere you got to meet in the middle the men gonna have to start making 85 cent of what they were making and women go up to 85 cent of what you know men were making and that's where you're gonna find that evenness at but um as long as men have the advantage and they're in the positions of power i don't know that we'll ever get true equality you know and then the it's so weird when people talk about the cost of uh pregnancy and child raising and shit because we always act like yeah women have the baby so therefore men have no role in this shit right like a lot the vast majority of women that are having children aren't doing so by themselves you Mm -hmm. know not that it was not that there would be anything wrong with that but the vast majority aren't so we we're literally saying when in a work culture well yeah if a man has a baby with a woman that man should be expected to be at work more often than that woman once they have the kid that man should be expected to be at work more often than that woman um yeah and that's why some men demanded now when men can actually take time off work because before there was no option for a man to take time off work to spend time with his children yeah and then what's wild is it's still the um stigma of doing that you know because uh, so much of masculinity is attached to this idea of work so many how many people listen to the show but they define themselves or they've been taught i'm not saying you do but you've been taught to define yourself via your work like right. how valuable are you well that that's really about my job that's like how when you talk to people and you so like one of the first things what do you do right you know i'm it might sound strange but i'm just not realizing that whenever you do these interactions and things like that dr dennis that's like you say particularly with women that's the number one thing that they're that you're asked is what do you do and uh, not to get off on a tangent, and mm-hmm. it took me a long time to break that philosophy of thinking. I am not defined by my job no longer, but I used to always be defined by what I do. Mm-hmm. And when you're defined by what you do, you would be irrational, you would be illogical, and you put a lot of family and a lot of personal responsibilities to the side because your family does not define you your job defines you you make a lot of sacrifices for your job that you are not willing to make for for other actually more important things around you that will be there once that job is gone and this and and so let's say you get laid off or you lose your job this is why people lose their goddamn minds because they were defined by their job and so the thing that defines you is no longer there and once that thing is no longer there you do not appreciate the things around you that have not changed this is your family and your friends and your loved ones these things have not changed but because you're so wrapped up in your job defining who you are you feel like you have lost who you are because your job defined it who and what made you well what's what's weird about that though is um 
a job defining a woman in that kind of way is almost still a revolutionary act because traditionally we ask women to find themselves in motherhood and nurturing and taking care of people and shit so it's like you know how many you know times i mean obviously the struggle varies per person and different racial struggles and shit but but how many times are we looking at women that like people get mad at them if they say don't say like well being a mother is my first and full-time most rewarding job you know if they were to say like no i'm fucking running uh running google is obviously the most rewarding shit i've ever done but you're a mother you know we you know like it's one of those things where we put that kind of stigma on women for stepping out of the box and vice versa we put the stigma on men you could win 17 nba championships if you said we we don't expect you to say well being a father is really the thing it's like what nigga no it's it's winning a championship was the thing in fact you get a goddamn reward as a man for saying that you love your children versus women it's a demand and yeah like it's definitely seen it yeah it's like a bonus for men to do um but i'm just saying even if you like if um lebron james is like my kid is being born um i might have to take some time off from the nba to take care of my kid oh no you you will see it work the other way you will see it you will see people be like the fuck nigga no you gotta play these games you got a wife why are you why are you stepping or you got money why you need to be there for your kid like this is more important like that like so it works the opposite way for men is what i'm saying like ah okay okay okay, you you step out of your career thing into your fatherhood thing and it's like well now you're less of a man because work should define and quantify manhood and vice versa for women and i think everyone's kind of fluctuating with these balances and shit but um you know obviously people want to get in where they fit in but it's so weird to watch like that take place with the money like all this shit out in society happens and you're like well everyone's living their individual lives what does it matter i just want people to be happy well the problem is when it comes to paying people all that societal influence still comes down to people being like pay women less then right we want you to be this nurturer you're out of this role whatever your job is we consider it to be supplementary income to the fact that you have some man somewhere providing for you like it's just a whole lot of just assumptions and like really just misogynistic like thinking and shit and just like really like old quote-unquote traditional which is normally means fucked up right and based off of white people because right because years ago white men worked white women stayed at right. home and most black households women have women always worked. they have worked. always and worked it strims, and it go and it, and all the way back to slavery right so black people have always had two-parent households and then on top of that now we're getting into a lot of non-traditional households and we're getting into a lot of households where the women where the woman is the main breadwinner sometimes mm-hmm. even if she has a man right the woman is the main breadwinner and then it gets to the point where like you say it's the opposite thing because actually women are actually punished if you don't have children so i get paid less and i don't have children so i'm not falling into this traditional role right, right. right so let's say i do dedicate my time then we have all these other excuses to why i can't get paid and why i'm supposed to sacrifice and be there all the time quote unquote just like the man because i don't have any other obligations and that's why i tell people like here you know it's winter time and we haven't had any snow yet but my thing is this and people my, my co-worker laugh at me i said look if it ain't good enough for your child to get on the school bus i ain't taking my black ass to work either because i'm not i'm not sacrificing to come there when you don't have to so it's like you're punishing me and telling me that i'm quote-unquote obligated to come well that's that but see that i don't think that's a woman thing that's literally like every like they think men should do that shit too like that's Uh, that's just about work not respecting people but i mean specific to womanhood i think um uh, there's a there's like the idea that you would not be dedicated as much sucks because essentially they're hedging their bet they're not saying you don't have to do anything to prove this is what i'm saying Mm -mm. you could decide i'm not having children you could decide i'm going to work just as hard as as much as everybody else and always be here at the office and if you're that woman they basically go okay but one day you might change your mind so we're gonna just pay you 75 cent on a dollar okay we're not gonna give you what you if you were a man we would pay you more but we're not gonna give you that you know um so i think a lot of that uh comes down to it you know and that's that's before we even get to like um 
some of the the labor that women have done traditionally uh such as cleaning and whatnot and cooking and how we view that as feminine and valueless like just something you should do and something right. we should pay a little bit for if it, it, you know but that is if you're a woman because the wild part about it is that all the top chefs are men mm-hmm. and they get paid a lot fucking more but mm-hmm. in the household quote unquote traditionally the woman cooks but you're not willing to pay her for the job yeah and and even with uh cleaning um right. you know um yeah it's very much a this is valueless if a woman's doing it and and, and same thing with race i mean it's value if a latino woman's cleaning something it's like well I, I could pay her less obviously you know and all this shit goes back you know historically and has roots that are you know problematic or whatever but when we talk about wage equality and stuff a lot of it just comes down to what we've been programmed to think of as value and we don't see people and the work they do is valuable and especially if they are women especially if they are of color it's like you know as much as people talk about wage gap in 90 percent of these articles they're really talking about the white woman wage gap come on because they're not really even like you look you can look at the numbers they're talking about and you're like oh like that number's not that's not the real number because because if you want to get break it down more specifically it's like oh black women make less than that and uh latina women make less than that so it's like you know it's like yeah this it's bigger than that and then you know some of us do it um uh just, with just sexism and race and stuff but i feel like people just kind of avoid the the bigger picture and they just go oh well, we all make the same it's like you're not gonna get to we all make the same yeah, um bro. yeah we're not gonna i mean 178 years you know but we're not gonna get to it anytime soon because as a society we don't value these things it's, uh-uh. it's not just this one company or one part as a society we have decided like motherhood is a thing you're supposed to do and um <laughs> and we need to always kind of uh, a lot for the idea that you one day you just gonna your, your biological clock is gonna tick and we will be so glad we weren't paying you as much as a dude you know we'll be so glad when you pull that trigger that we right, can go to compensate and pay for this expensive ass child come right. on children aren't cheap all right uh we got a couple emails uh and thank you for for writing in mm-hmm. i mean for calling in jada um thank you so much uh jennifer says feedback spoiled movie reviews hi rod and karen just a quick note to tell you how much i appreciate your spoiled movie review series i've seen several films on recommendation from your reviews and you have yet to leave me wrong in fact i pretty much don't even read reviews anymore i know spoiled movie reviews will tell me what's hot and what to skip <laughs> hubs and i saw queen of catway last week last night and both absolutely loved everything about it one more i have to thank you for putting on my radar keep up the great work premium is worth every penny uh clappy hands emoji jennifer thanks jennifer thank you yeah king of queen of catway was excellent yeah and i you know that's the thing about um spoiled movie reviews we normally like we basically started going to see movies on thursday nights Mm -hmm. so that we would be able to um review them that night and then put it out by friday morning right because you know most a lot of people see movies on fridays yeah or in case you already saw it thursday night you can catch what we thought about it um so you know it's a bit of a sacrifice uh time wise but i yeah anytime someone writes in about any of the premium shows or leaves a comment on a premium show it's always um really cool and a testament to what we do man mm-hmm. so thank y'all because that we do it for y'all it is like is yeah it's really motivating and it's also kind of lets us know we're not just talking into an empty crowd you somebody's know? listening Lil wayne and willie d this is from greg who says hello miss karen and rod greg here with a question with little wayne saying he has no connection to the understanding of black lives matter do you think he will be a target in where the coons at three? Ooh. It would be good. Mm-hmm. No, would it be watching and looking? Mm-hmm. Somebody had to ask him. You know, he do a weekly question and answer series now. What? So I'm, somebody probably asked him about Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Also, who would win with that rap value if it can, rap battle if it came to one? I don't know who would win the rap battle. I just know that nobody wants to see Willie D in these streets. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Uh, ain't he ain't called Lil Willie D? Okay, right. Lil Wayne is actually a little dude. I don't think they want to come to them fisticuffs i'm i'm glad you came to my home state florida <coughs> sorry mm. i'm glad you came to my home state florida and ex- appreciate all the amazing graffiti in miami i was half afraid you would have a story like zola when you came back keep being awesome 
yeah well you know danger sense was ticking man we were fine mm-hmm. uh lamara leaves in listen to testimony and t mm, two of my favorites mm-hmm. hi karen and rod hope you both are doing well this saturday my name is lamar and i started listening to your podcast in july it was recommended to me at the black lives matter protest that i helped lead in portland oregon portland is the whitest major city in these here united states and i have spent the past 15 years of my life here my family migrated from kingston jamaica when i was seven i'm 22 now moving to portland was definitely a culture shock at times every day being here fucks me up listening to your podcast alleviates the stress of white people happy to help Mm-hmm. uh and i'm sorry about the horrible jamaican accents we have but you know yeah <laughs> i know they bad lord of mercy i know that's what you've been Bubba saying clap. i know that's what you've been saying <laughs> i'm probably mispronouncing it you are you are ah, you don't I care i don't care i know Mm-mm. when i first started listening hearing both your takes on black lives matter was interesting and it still is too i had been a part of the movement in portland since 2014 i was sacrificing my time and my mental health i have a mental illness and the rest of my health uh to put in work of the movement um yeah man uh it's taxing dog i'm sure especially man all i'll say is this putting on for blackness is in most people's eyes supposed to be a thankless activity so you're not supposed to get paid for you're supposed to do it for free but yet you're supposed to do everything and be everywhere with no money and that's unrealistic and take just the most harshest unfair criticisms just it is what it is man like i don't see how anybody cannot get burned out by that shit and just go back to quote-unquote life at some point because people will use you up till you die and then just when you die they'll still be like you know that i was their best friend but the whole time you was alive they was just shitting on your ass and and everything so many activists live hard lives not being able to pay for food rent housing and letting their health go to shit for the moment i chose to discontinue activism work at first i felt guilty about it but listening to you both helped me feel confident in my decision i realized that i could support black people in other ways i'm still trying to figure out these other ways haha <laughs> hey like you gotta think about you first though because what's the point of doing all this shit and at the end of the day you're you're burned up you know right because the thing about it is that uh everything has to be done in moderation and even people that are working hard and fighting for the cause and standing up for uh oppressed groups you've got to step back every now and then it's mandatory and take a break because the thing about it you will break down if you don't rest you will break down if you don't take care of your body you just will not be able to stand and it's one of those things where people have to realize you're not the only one. There are other people out there. There are other people that actually marching. There are other people that actually protest. You don't have to take on everything. You don't have to bear the whole world on your shoulder. But when it comes to activism, people act like every single solitary thing that happens is brought to your doorsteps and you must take up the mantle for everything. And that's not realistic because every battle is not your battle to fight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's about knowing which ones not to fight right. as much as it is to know which ones to and whatnot you know just for your own sake you can't you know because you will burn yourself out and people honestly people have no regard for that like i've just seen some of the things people say to people that are activists yes sir and they just have zero regard for the reality they face or the hardships they go through or the the results of some of the things they experience it's just uh, people just want to get their shots in um Portland has been mentioned in several podcast episodes and this city is so wild. The facade of liberalism and progressive progressiveness is mind blowing. In reality, it's really fucking racist. Oregon had was established as a whole as a white safe haven and black people were not allowed to live here until 1926. There are places in this state I will never even venture to without physical protection. Mm. Yeah, that is wild cuz when people say <laughs> you know Oregon's progressive they 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 really mean uh they they really mean portland and seattle right. but then nah, it's a big ass state y'all but then when they speak of portland and seattle they really are talking about white progressiveness because they never it's never this picture of like oh all these black people i remember those, the movements there it's always like portland is full of liberal white people that never see black people or whatever Ever uh portland white portland's whites love that colorblind racism black people are two percent of the population but somehow 64 percent of the people in the portland's police gang list are black hmm interesting 
two weeks ago i got off work and the supporters of the bundy brothers were marching around the justice system these crackers were riding horses and huge ass don't tread on me flag sending to racist move wow yep the police just stood there and let them march at every major black lives matter march and protest there have been riot police right it's so the hypocrisy of this country is just so amazing it's 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 so weird being watching it happen and being like i can't i feel like i'm the only person seeing this you know it's just like it feel like as black people or just aware people sometimes you feel like you're being punked and especially if you become like historically aware like you just feel like you're being punked because you're like but this is the same shit like you're not none of this is new like (sighs) yeah it's gotta be frustrating um but yeah over the summer uh oh wait and he said and she says um the, the, the riot police uh white supremacists are becoming emboldened due to trump over the summer a young black man was run over and killed by two white supremacists i've seen a few on the bus that there was a trump counter protest in the spring and the trump supporters have more people than we the counter protesters this email is become is becoming much longer than i anticipated i guess i really wanted to give everybody the portland tea well we appreciate it we've had um i think marissa janae is giving mm-hmm. us the what was this i guess the seattle tea i don't know she's giving us some of that oregon tea up there too some of that northern tea she's she's just giving us that northwest tea and let us know that it ain't all good it ain't all good Mm-mm. thank you guys you get me through the week also i hope i can help you to sound more authentically jamaican in the future or we will not <laughs> you just saw karen say bumber bumber clap and she then said i don't care so I'm going to just give up hope on that. Give Lamar. up hope, baby. Give now up. we talked about which battles to fight. Don't fight that one because we are going to be comically bad at Jamaican accents yes, the entire time. I try not to even do them because I'm so terrible at it. Because it didn't get me started. These bumba claws uh, needs more sassy Jamaican granny behind them, but bless your sweet souls for the effort. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Yeah. That's, we deserve bless your hearts for how terrible we are. Oh, we bad, but we know we bad. We bless up, to- Lamaro says. Bless up. Yeah, we, we, we know we not authentic. Yeah. Mm-mm um and robert writes in finally hey i want to say thanks again to y'all for the show y'all really make ugly ugly news bearable and crazy times manageable also i've been listening to your recaps for seasons now i gotta admit i finally am giving game of thrones and walking dead a chance because of your reviews i need to see this dude with a tiger everybody wants to see that nigga with a tiger y'all last i'm glad like i said i'm glad they they got so outlandish last season because if you think about it it's the only way a tiger was gonna work for them to it has to be an outlandish show it was like if, if you believe this but what the hell is a tiger the tiger right. the tigers where you draw the line right minus well lastly i know y'all watch atlanta that show is really good the only thing i wish had been added to the finale was darius giving earn that cash from the sales of the puppies oh yeah yeah i wonder how much time passed throughout the whole show right because the time might not have passed for that because he told him it'd be a while yeah i know but i just wonder how much because clearly time was passing though mm-hmm. you know i just wonder um anyway showing this showing his come up on the long investment and adding some more hope to this new quote-unquote living situation keep it up mac thanks mac thank appreciate you. you uh thank you everybody uh this is a short re- uh feedback episode but it was good it was packed with lots of goodness so mm-hmm thank y'all everybody for um listening live uh time to go to my family reunion type deal and uh we'll talk to you guys soon uh until then i love you i love you too